Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Our next guest, great guy, talented guy, Metal Arc Media, Basketball Illuminati podcast, the one and only Tom Habershow. Tom, do you believe in the Illuminati? Oh, I absolutely do. I love that. Are there aliens flying off the coast of America? You, you follow this story? Congress held some hearings. Have you seen some of these videos? Yeah, my wife was, like, terrified in the kitchen watching the Today Show, and she's like, <laughs> Is anyone else not seeing this right now? Like, how is everyone not just screaming in every town square in America being like, there are aliens out there? I I think it's like LeBron's delivery system, right? Like, that's how LeBron got here. You know, maybe Tom Brady, you know? I'm (laughs) with you. (laughs) Yes, yes. Everyone will know his name next year. It is crazy, Mr. Habershow. All right, let's get into some some hoops. Let's start with the ugly stuff. Who doesn't love the ugly stuff? Uh, Ben Simmons. Just take it from there. What um, do we do? We need to be more patient. Is is it too soon for for the the ridicule to match the reality? I mean, he looks like a shell of himself. We had all of this talk in the training camp about how he's rejuvenated, that he's enjoying playing basketball again, and he's back to his old self. And I just see a player that is spiraling away in the NBA. Look, when you look at his scoring. You know, last year in the regular season, it dipped from 16 to 14 points per game, and now it's at six points per game. And you just see a guy who's lost all confidence in his ability to score the ball, and it's really, really hurt their offense. But really defensively, too, it's just an absolute disaster. Ben Simmons, uh, one of the best capable defenders in the NBA, but when he's on the floor, it's been an absolute dumpster fire for the Brooklyn Nets. In this season, so far, three games in, I know it's a small sample size, but this is Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons we're talking here. With Ben Simmons on the floor, the Nets are getting scored, outscored by 45 points. When he's off the floor, Ben Simmons, the Brooklyn Nets are outscoring opponents by 17. So when Ben Simmons on the floor, minus 45. When he's off the floor, plus 17. It is a really, really tough watch right now. He just doesn't look all that interested in scoring and playing at a high level on both ends of the floor. And he looks like someone who's lost all of his confidence. And it's not Doc Rivers because he's not there anymore, and he's still looking like this. Tom, what do, you, what do you forecast as best you can, as you said, super early in the year for the Brooklyn Nets this season? I think it's a whole lot of what you're seeing. Um, they're going to have tough times getting chemistry because of the fact that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have a lot of injury issues along with Ben Simmons, and it's going to be unreasonable to think that 
um, they're going to be able to get this chemistry going and get this train right on track. We've seen it the last couple of years with both Kevin Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving. Just they have not been able to take the floor enough to develop that chemistry, figure out their offense. And with Ben Simmons, I just don't think that his, um, his issues right now are totally basketball-related. I'm not so sure that environment has maximized players that have been there. I mean, you look at James Harden. You look at KD and, and Kyrie, of course. But then you also look at Blake Griffin and how he's left that situation. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeAndre Jordan. Like, people who come through Brooklyn, they leave as shells of themselves. So I just don't think that this is going to be a ripe situation for him to be maximized. And I think the Brooklyn Nets are headed for another 500 season or around there because Ben Simmons does not look like anything like the guy who was all NBA just a few years ago. He looks like someone who might be on the fringes of the NBA, period. Tom, have you seen enough to be able to comfortably make an analysis or an educated guess about the coaching prowess or lack thereof of Steve Nash? Well, you need accountability, right? You need someone who's able to hold these players accountable um, and, and actually have a sort of discipline um, to say, look, this is not okay. We need you to have um, the team's fir- team first mentality um, and check your ego at the door. And so far, I haven't seen that from Steve Nash. And these are not easy personalities we're dealing with here. James Harden um, has had dust-ups with his coaches before or just not you know, on the same page with uh, coaches before or management, the OKC Thunder traded him away because he thought he was capable of doing bigger and better things. I'm not saying that Steve Nash has had a cakewalk of an opportunity here with the personalities, but that's one of the biggest priorities for a head coach in the New York market is to manage personalities. And if Steve Nash can't do that, then I just don't see that that being a good fit. Um, so Steve Nash, X's and O's, uh, you're looking at Ben Simmons, who's scoring six points a game and looks to be afraid to shoot the ball or score, period. Um, if he was a offensive mastermind and in the, had the ability to get the most out of its players, given the ingredients that he has, um, those three players on the floor for the Brooklyn Nets are minus 25. Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irving, minus 25 on the floor. Offenses in shambles. Right now, Steve Nash is not proving himself to be a, uh, a high-caliber head coach. Tom Habershow here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Tom, yesterday, during the day, before the Sixers got their, their first win, the betting odds on the first coach to be fired changed fairly drastically to make Doc Rivers the betting favorite just ahead of Steve Nash to be the first NBA coach this year to, to lose his job. Now, those particular futures can be a little weird. They're not as tethered normally to reality as, say, a team plus two and a half on a random night. All of that said, not a great start for, for Philadelphia. It's, a, again, a super small sample size. But do you buy the notion that Doc Rivers could be on the hot seat this year if things don't go particularly well over, say, the first 25 games of the year? So on our podcast, Bill, the Basketball Illuminati podcast, which you can find on every podcast podcast platform out there, we've been on this since the beginning. We feel that given everything that the 76ers are doing, building Houston East um, with the acquisition of James Harden, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House Jr., um, the GM, or I should say the president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, the CEO, all of it is coming from Houston. 
And so as soon as we saw that Daryl Morey was taking that job in Philly after Doc Rivers was hired, um, I, I have felt for a very long time that he has been on the hot seat because of the fact that Mike D'Antoni is still a coaching free agent. He interviewed with the Charlotte Hornets this offseason for that job. Um, they eventually gave it to Kenny Atkinson, and he pulled out, and then they rehired Steve Clifford. But to me, um, the way that Doc Rivers has uh, alienated Ben Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid has had his little chirping here and there. James Harden has had his chirping here and there. I do think that Doc Rivers has been uh, one of the biggest candidates to be removed from his, his job simply because of that ownership. Um, they made a play for Daryl Morey, and Daryl Morey did not hire Doc Rivers. So if this continues, uh, I expect that seat to get even hotter. And don't be surprised if Mike D'Antoni replaces Doc Rivers at some point this season because of the way that they have constructed this roster to be fitting in the mold of that Houston team that won 60-plus games uh, year after year and came within a few minutes of making it to the NBA Finals with James Harden in Houston. So do not be surprised if we hear a lot more of those rumors going forward. Tom Haverstrow from Metal Arc and the Basketball Illuminati podcast. What is the solution, if there is one, that's realistic this season for the Los Angeles Lakers? It's to buy out Russell Westbrook. That's it. Russell Westbrook right now is doing such a disservice to LeBron James and Anthony Davis's quest to be a competitive team. And more so, the Los Angeles Lakers need to look at themselves in the mirror and say, handing those assets over to Washington for Russell Westbrook was an absolute disaster. And there is a sunk cost fallacy that we have in cognitive behavioral economics where people who have put so much investment into a decision, they hold on to it, even though they know that it's going to be worse off if you continue to hold on to it. It's a sunk cost fallacy to keep trying this Russell Westbrook disaster. And I think it's time to part ways. When you look at the uh, trade offers that they might be potentially having with other teams, say the Charlotte Hornets or the Indiana Pacers, they're going to have to give up the 2027 first rounder and the 2029 first rounder because of how bad Russell has been. I mean, he's shooting less than 30%. He's giving away games at the end of uh, regulation you saw the other night. And I think the best way for the Los Angeles Lakers to move forward is to work out an agreement where Russell Westbrook is uh, in a buyout situation, much like we saw with John Wall recently, um, because I just think that right now both sides of this would be mutually better off if they weren't together. So I think when you look at Russell Westbrook, also keep in mind LeBron James's numbers plummet when he's on the floor. When Russell Westbrook is on the floor, LeBron James's scoring numbers plummet, uh, his opportunities plummet, and when you're dealing with a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scoring pursuit of that record, that matters. Like this season for the Lakers, it should be all about LeBron James and getting that Kareem scoring record because this Russell Westbrook thing, it ain't having it. And it's actually hurting LeBron James's case and his cause to get that scoring record this season. And I think we're going to see the Lakers shift into that gear pretty quickly here because it is, a, it is an absolute circus. Tom, I know it's really early in the year, so a lot of this I'm sure is predicated on what you thought before the season began, but we're – you know, four games into the season, are, on the in the East and the West, do you, do you are there any teams that for you are clear favorites, or you're really like, or you're really buying? Because b- both both sides of the equation are pretty fun and pretty crowded this year. 
Yeah, I still think the Golden State Warriors are headed for a 70-win season. Um, I just think they are so good. Yeah, I think they're so good, both ends of the floor. Uh, Steph Curry is incredible. Um, I think he's probably the most underrated superstar in NBA history. Um, And with the way that they played last year and in the playoffs, people are continuing to sleep on this team. And they did lose the other night to the Denver Nuggets, which is an uglier loss considering the Nuggets lost by 25 or something like that to the uh, Blazers last night. But I still think the Warriors are going to just run the table at some point this season. And with all of the tanking that's going to happen around the All-Star break, I really could see a team end up with 70 wins by the end of the season just by default. There's going to be so many wins to be had. And I think the Golden State Warriors, with how how deep they are and how Draymond Green needs to show that he is not – you know, one of these players who's at the end of his career, um, and he he's going to have all the incentive in the world to get right and to win as many games as possible with his contract potentially up this summer. So I think the Golden State Warriors are the favorites. I think they're the heavy favorites. Boston might have a good case here, but I think it's the Golden State Warriors in a repeat situation. Tom Haverschel is always amazing. Um, please tell your wife that she's not alone in seeing those videos. I sent the Today Show clip to the guys on the show, and one of them told me to leave him alone and never send it again because it scares him. It scares Andrew Bogus. Bill. It's crazy. Bill, we are not alone. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'm not saying LeBron's an alien. I'm just not going to go out there and say that he's not. At, what is he now? Is he 30? I don't even know how old he is. 38, and he's playing like he's 25. Again, it's amazing. All right. It is amazing, and I think uh, Victor Wembanyama. it's too much of a coincidence that we get this guy who's nicknamed the alien now, okay? It's too much of a coincidence. Basketball Illuminati, wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, you're, a good, you're a good man, Tom Haversho. Thanks for being on, pal. Thanks, Bill. Hey, dude. Uh, Metal Arc, Basketball Illuminati podcast, and speaking truth on whatever the hell is flying in ways that the physics of uh, our technology do not allow. What's wrong? He's don't shake your head. That's a smart guy. He brought up cognitive something disbehavioralism. So. Yeah, he lost me on yeah. that too. But yeah. like, come on, the alien. Come on, come on. What? what? I don't want to be freaked out. I don't want to be freaked out by things I see on the news. Don't send it to me anymore either. I mean, what do you want the news to be? Yesterday, Stephanie went and bought a coffee. The end. I mean, it's always going to be stuff that's kind of there's alien. I mean, there's something out there. Maybe it's technology. I'm telling you. Oh, I meant to give. Tom, my Steve, the underwater Aqua King theory. Underwater civilization of the ocean. Sending up probes. All right. How many working theories would you say you have about what's going on outside of human life? Hmm, I don't know, five? Oh, that seems, I mean, re- that seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want to get into it? Because I can give, I can give no, you all. No, I just wanted to know how many, how many you know, theories you're floating out there. Well, I'm a religious person, so I believe in in that, and uh, I'm a reasonable person, so I gotta figure whatever's bopping around the sky, you know, is something that it exists. Bopping around the sky. Bopping around the sky. This would be the name of my memoir, Bopping Around the Sky, by Bill Ryder. All right. Oh, Google a gaggle a Google a. What is that stupid rejoin you play? Word salad time, rather than you. Um, let's do buy or sell. Is it a good one? Are you excited? Is it an alien edition? Yeah, we're gonna bop around some sports and buy or sell. Let's bop around next here on CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Look, I'm just saying, Tom Haverstraw. Would you agree Tom Haverstraw's a smart guy, Bogish? I would. Yeah. He thinks it's aliens bopping around, and he thinks we shouldn't be ignoring it. Okay. Is that, a fair, is that a fair retelling, Diesel, of, of, of what just went down? Yeah, he was all in. I, I'm very surprised by it, but he was not backing down whatsoever. Yeah. I sent Bogish a little clip over the weekend from the Today Show, I think, right? Very reputable source of information with mm. the video, and, the, and your response was, go away. Oh, leave me alone. My response was, leave me alone. What time do you wake up in the morning? Uh, let's ballpark it at 3.15 a.m. Eastern. So are you going to sleep at 7, or are you just not sleeping much? Yeah, I don't sleep the correct amount, which is really, it's extra defeating. When we got on the elevators here, and like most elevators now, they've got that little, like, information screen above the buttons to push, and it often has news of the latest study that tells you how bad it is to not sleep a lot every night. (laughs) Oh, it's not good for you. It's not. No, it's not. wonder if that explains my general personality and body type, having been a sleep-deprived individual for many years. Not at the level you are. I'm not doing it at that level now, but I have, and it's it's not fun. And you don't nap, right? It's not like you can go home, take a little two-hour power nap. No, no. I take a little bit of a nap on the train home, like a 30-minute little uh, gathering of energies. For the rest of the day, every once in a while, I'll take a nap. So hopefully on Fridays, I'll go home and take like, I'll, I'll go to sleep and wake up when I wake up and then finish my Friday and then sleep again. But normally there's just too much going on. How do you make sure your stuff doesn't get stolen on the train? Because I've had that when I've gone up to Stanford, but I'm worried that someone's going to get in my backpack. So I have, obviously my backpack is zipped and it is, I have the straps of my backpack through my arm. As it like lays on like lays next to me, 
So you'd have to like really, you'd have to wake me up to get my bag because I wake up in the same position as I okay. fell asleep. It's like I'm sprawling and moving, so the the arm, my arm is still through my bag. So I'm a snorer, and a, there are certainly times where I fall asleep on airplanes and I get up and everyone looks relieved and I'm like, "What idiot? Oh, it was mm. me." Do you have any of those issues on the train? I don't think so. Um, and everybody has their alarm going off just out into the open, so I'm not the only person doing that. Got lots of people are sleeping. Everybody's sleeping. New York, it's a paradise, especially in the morning. I mean, because people are up so early and are coming from even farther right. away, like way right. out eastern Long Island, that like that's still part of their night. Like they wake up, they get dressed, they get on the train, and they sleep again for their hour to give them even more rest. Do you do you come into Grand Central? No, Penn Station. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds fun. And I, it is uh, glorious. And then I get to see D-Cell all happy and go lucky and smiles and unicorns and rainbows. Is there good coffee for sale? Is there drinkable coffee for sale at your at your departure point of the transition? Well, then, I, uh, no, I don't I don't want coffee that immediate. There is a 7-Eleven okay. nearby, which I guess is okay. Uh, but when you come here next time, you're going to see we have fancy, brand new, branded coffee makers here in our studios. I'm excited. You should be. Let's go. Let's do buy or sell. On that note, let's do buy or sell. Come on. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, let's jump right into it. After the Panthers beat the Buccaneers on Sunday, a Panthers beat reporter took video of what looks like two referees asking Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans for an autograph. Now, the two referees can be seen handing Evans a piece of paper and a pen. The NFL is investigating the situation as the NFL Referees Association prohibits refs from asking players and coaches for autographs and any memorabilia. Buy or sell that a ref allegedly asking a player for an autograph bothers you. Buy, I think it's absolutely unacceptable. Buy. Favoritism and lack of professionalism. Let me ask you guys a question, and maybe I'm putting an excuse in the universe that, that doesn't matter and isn't true, but would it be different for you if you found out it was like for the guy's grandkid or something? This is what I've been thinking about all morning. Yes, it would be different for would. me. I would be okay with it. No, it's still against the rules. And I understand that, but I would be I okay with it. Bogus. But apparently there's a, there are ways to get those things. Yeah, if don't you need do it them. in front of other people who are pointing a phone at you and recording you. Right, no, exactly. I, so do, you need to have you need to know how to do your job. And part of that is like having the tact to not have that scenario play out. It's such a bad look. It's terrible. It's a terrible look. Yeah, I must think about this. So Henry, my son, is a huge, huge LeBron James fan, right? He lives in L.A., he likes basketball, LeBron's amazing, huge fan. And I know LeBron to a degree. I mean, I don't have his phone number. He might think my name is Phil, but if I walked up to him in a locker room or in a hallway or an event, he would know who I, he would know who I am. It doesn't mean it'd be always a welcome reception, but he would know who I am. And I have sources in his camp, and like if he goes to an event, I... I would, I, was, I would never, my wife asked me, I would never take Henry to an event and be like, hey, LeBron, can you say hi to my son? I just wouldn't to my son. Like, Henry's asked me, like, can you introduce me to LeBron? My answer is, I can't. Is there a non-game scenario where you would? I don't think I would. No, I mean, he does events around L.A. that, in theory, I've, I've gone, not in L.A., but I've gone to 
I mean, he does a lot of work with the Boys and Girls Club, and I've gone to those events because he'll give you access and you can interview him about stuff, right? I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, I don't think even for a high. I think it just isn't professional. Yeah, like I think having a tiny bit of access that I do, I think like the that to me is the the thing I can give to my kids, like getting on the football field before the game starts and like seeing the players practice. That that, that I would do, or like yeah. a locker room tour. Um, but, like, yeah, it's tough to go to directly to a player and be like, hey, can you do this? So my buddy has floor seats at the Lakers because he's he's friends with Jeannie Buss, right? Um, and he's taking me to some games. It's weird because I sit next to her. And he's invited Henry, and that I would do. Like, it, it, the time it works out, I would take Henry because the guy's been my friend for 10 years, right? Predating his relationship with the Lakers. And, and that's cool. But in that experience, I wouldn't walk Henry up to LeBron James when LeBron's coming down the tunnel and be like, hey, man, this is my son Henry. Because if I did, I'm sure LeBron, he's a really nice to kids, be like, hey, little man, what's going on? And he might be like, tell your dad to write better stories. But I just wouldn't <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. See, and I'd be petrified that LeBron wouldn't know who I was in that moment, and I'd look like a doof in front of my kid for forever. Yeah, but Henry's used to that with his dad. That's true. It's <laughs> yeah, not new for Henry. All right, let's stay in the NFL here. Yesterday, the New York Jets officially got the news that they were fearing most. Rookie running back Brees Hall, who was the front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year with nearly 700 rushing and passing yards combined already, is out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. However, New York didn't waste any time in trying to replace Hall's production, trading for Jaguars running back James Robinson. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that the Jets will remain a winning team without Brees Hall. I'm going to buy it. Buy. As in they're going to have a winning record by the end of the year, or as in they'll win 500? Uh, that they will have 500 a, going forward. Uh, a winning record at the end of the year. Yeah, buy either one. I think. Buy. I think they're kind of a good football team. Yeah. I mean, that's your team, Diesel. You tell me. Devastating news yesterday about Hall. I like oh. that they acted quickly. They still could try. Like, look, they're 5-2 and two right now. I think they will right. have a winning record at the end of the year, but they're still trying to salvage whatever they can production-wise from that running back spot. I mean, there's a real window, and I, I think very few people would have guessed that the NFC South and the NFC North would all potentially send only one team, the division winners, to the playoffs. Now, that may turn around, but if you're, I mean, if you're the Jets right now, you sort of look out, and it's like it, things look really, really good. Oh, I just said NFC, didn't I? I'm staring at the NFC. Well, you know, you get my point. Don't worry about facts. Ignore me. All right. Hey, LeBron. Hey, it's Bill. Hey, it's you, Phil. <laughs> Let's get to some college football here. Things have yep. gone from bad to worse at College Station for Jimbo Fisher. Texas A&M dropped their third straight game on Saturday, losing to South Carolina 30-24. to Now, after locking up the number one recruiting class in 2022, the Aggies are 3-4 and four on the year. Buy or sell that Jimbo Fisher is overrated as a head coach. I mean, you know that I've always thought he's overrated as a head coach, so I'll buy. Buy. I'm just not. I've never been a Jimbo guy. I think it's all false charm and false bravado. Well, not all, but largely. Does it Do you, really highlight it when he has the number one recruiting class and he gets into an off-season war of words with Nick Saban? Like, it just he, feels like it makes it even worse. He's always been able to recruit, right? That's why he got paid that, that contract. I just don't think he's an incredible coach. Yeah, he's he's a whole lot of bluster and, and, and a whole lot of baloney. And why did baloney have to be disparaged? Why is baloney like, why can't it be steak or hamburger or 
you know? Because, anyway. Because everybody loves steak and hamburger. Not everybody's a bologna fan. I actually don't like bologna. I don't even know what bologna is. See? There you go. Nobody is knows what bologna is. Is it pork? I don't think we're supposed to know or want to know what bologna is. That's why it's not called turkey. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like things that what? don't have the name of the animal it came from scares me a little bit. Why does bologna have the little thing? And then they like, give a little circle in the middle that looks like, yeah. it's, like it's a little bone or something. Like, but it's um, not bone. But it- oh, and they have the casing, too. I thought that's what you meant, too. Bologna's got the casing around, too. You got to take off. Like liverwurst, another gross thing. So you're full of bologna must mean you're full of things we don't understand but don't add up to what it should. Yeah, sure. You know the expression albatross? Like it's an albatross around your neck? I do. I looked it up the other day because I'm using it for a column. Like I probably should know what that means. Do you have any idea what it is? It's crazy. It's a, isn't it like a, a ship reference? Like you don't want an albatross on the ship Pretty or good. near the ship? A shipper, a shipper, a shipper, a shipmate, a guy, a sailor in some ancient poem that's famous killed an, a beautiful albatross bird. And as punishment, he had to wear the bird's carcass around his neck for the rest of his life. An albatross is a bird, but the reference is from Ye the Mariner, I, 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 Ye the Great Man, I don't know. And it's the consequence, the, the weight you carry of your mistakes. But it's a bird. I'm having major deja vu right now. Didn't we <laughs> deja have, vu? That's what you're having? Didn't we have another <laughs> one of these, what does that mean, conversations? And it went yes, back we to do like that a poem a about boats. <laughs> and you read it dramatically. Uh, yes, I believe I did a Kyrie Irving interpretation as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, you're, I love deja vu. That's a weird, that's a weird, here we I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to find this expression for you. Like, well, we can do the poem later. I said, I can't do it quickly enough. All right, while you do I that. you want to move on. While you do that, I'm going to get us started into the NBA. Now, going The rhyme in- of the ancient mariner, the albatross did follow, and every day for food or play came to the mariner's hollow. Please continue. <laughs> going into their game last night against the Bulls, the Celtics were 3-0 despite all the offseason drama surrounding Ime Udoka. Then, in last night's game, they built a 19-point lead against those Bulls, but it didn't last. Boston's lead collapsed. Chicago outscored them 104-67 to in the final 41 minutes of the game, even with interim head coach Joe Maz... I can't even... I can't pronounce his name. He gets in my head so much. I know. I have Missoula. Missoula. It's Missoula. Getting ejected along the way. Buy or sell last night being concerning for the Boston Celtics. I mean, he definitely holds them with his glittering eye. The wedding guest, you know, stood still and listens like a three-year's child. The mariner has his will. It's pretty good, actually. I don't know about poetry, but it's got a little bit of a catch to it. What was your question? Uh, buy or sell last night was concerning for the Boston Celtics. No, sell. I thought... Sell. If you watch the clip, I don't know what he said, but it didn't look overly demonstrative. And you're going to lose some games. I think the Celtics have started really well. I think he's probably a really good head coach. And I think regardless, they're going to be a pretty dangerous team. Now, I don't think there's an albatross around their neck. Now, speaking of losing games, in an interview with ESPN, NBA Commissioner NBA Commissioner Adam Silver believes the league has done a great deal to prevent teams from tanking, from flattening the draft lottery odds to the play-in tournament. Quote, even in terms of straightforward odds, it does not benefit a team to be the absolute worst team in the league and even if you're one of the poor-performing teams, you're still dealing with a 14% chance of winning the lottery. End quote. Buy or sell the way the NBA has dealt with tanking. Buy. I think it's been effective. Buy. 
How does a poet make their money? Like, what is the economic model for that? I'm reading this poem. It's good. But what, like, I get it. You write a book. It does well. Sell a bunch of copies. How does a poet make their money then or now? Don't they write books of poems and sell a collection of poems? I mean, I could write a, I could write a, a, a book of my stupid sayings. It doesn't mean somebody would buy it. I, I, do people buy poetry, like, in quantities that... Work? I assume so. That's why we still have poets, right? Do we, though? Do we still have poets? That's what I was going to say. I feel like yeah. it's all back in, like, olden times. No. That's Maya a Angelou period. was a poet, wasn't she? There's the a poet laureate. This is from 1834. How's this guy making money in 1834? <laughs> I, I don't think he made it off of poetry. You don't, you're doing something else. Yeah. This is a side gig. This thing's long, too. This is a side gig. His parents didn't like him as a poet. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. He's got a he's got a gift. Sounds like it. His parents were his albatross. Yeah, they were. All right, the voice can't of C- around his shoulders. The voice of CBS Sports, Jim Nance, will call his final NCAA men's tournament this March. Nance has been the voice of the Final Four since 1991. Oof, After wow. this season, Ian Eagle will replace Jim. Now, Jim will remain CBS's lead NFL play-by-play man as well as the lead voice of all their golf coverage. Buy or sell that when you think of Jim Nance, your first thought is college hoops. Oh, that's a great question. I'm going to sell that, actually. Sell. My first thought is golf. Agreed. And the Masters. Agreed. Wow, we all agree. I thought somebody was going to say college hoops or NFL. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's incredibly accomplished, but yeah, for me, it's golf. I might put hoops before football, but definitely golf number one. I think yeah. I actually agree with you on both of those. This is, I know it feels weird. This is what it's like to be right, Tom. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how it feels because Bogus won't give me any credit for being right <laughs> you, about Bailey's Andrew, acting. you won't. It no. is true. He's not even their starting quarterback yet. What are we right about? But neither is Mac Jones. They, I mean, according to Bill Belichick, they don't have a starting quarterback. The last time they played a game, the starting quarterback was Mac Jones. Yeah, and he threw all of six passes. Yeah. Because his coach has no confidence in him. And then Bailey Zappi came in and didn't score enough points to win. That's true, but he gave them a spark. And then it went away. Almost as fast as it came. I can't tell if your grudge is against me or Bailey Zappi. That's uh, not a grudge. I just, I watched a game last night and I get, and people got really worked up over two drives of Bailey Zappi and then are choosing not to watch the second half of the game. When Mac Jones goes punt, punt, interception, Bailey Zappi comes in and immediately two drives, two touchdowns. And then after that, what happened? Fumble. Yes, he did not play well, but interceptions. Our, he is also a rookie. He is a rookie. Mac playing Jones in, is in year three, right? He's playing in his fourth game. How'd Mac Jones look at his fourth game? Better than Cam Newton. That's how he got in this position in the first place. This poem has parts. It's not part two. (laughs) Is it a book that just happens to rhyme? (laughs) It appears to be a book that also rhymes. All right, I'm going to finish up here with some tennis. Speaking at a recent tech... (laughs) Some tennis. What time is it? Uh, we're a little late, but we can squeeze this. No, I meant in the calendar. There's a tennis question right now. Yeah, get ready. <laughs> he for wasn't it. asking you for to look at your Timex. <laughs> Speaking at a recent TechCrunch conference in San Francisco to promote her investment company, Serena Williams said, "Quote: I'm not retired. The chances are very high of playing again. You come to my house, I got a court." End quote. 
Now, of course, the 41-year-old Serena never used the word retirement, but it was assumed and understood her final professional match was at the U.S. Open last month. Buy or sell, Bill, that you want to see Serena Williams play again. Oh, I hate how you phrase this question. Uh, Thank you? Question mark? It's well, it's well. I mean, I actually, I'm sort of struggling here. Let me sell her entire handling of this. Sell. It feels like an attention grab. Do I want to see her play again? So I do, but in but she has disqualified herself from playing again because she accepted all of the retirement hoopla. Like yeah. I was, we were all here the day that she, the essay came out and was it Vogue magazine, and we were all ready. We're like. She doesn't really say right. she's stopping, and she doesn't really say the U.S. Open is her last tournament, yet that's what everybody ran with. And it's okay to be vague or undecided, but then don't have the U.S. Open do multiple pre- yes. or post-match ceremonies saying goodbye to you. Just say, I'm going to semi-retire, I'm not going to be on the tour, and if the tour allows me to to be a part of the major, you know, the Grand Slam events that I choose, and I'll be at a few... I'm going to go here and there. Like, that that seems, that is what it sounds like she's doing to me, right? She doesn't want to be a full-time tennis player, but she wants to occasionally compete. Then say that. Yeah. Don't play with our emotions. Right. Here's the thing. Part of the reason, I'm with Andrew. I'd like to see her play, but my asterisk is, I don't want to see her play poorly. Right. right? I, I don't like watching my legends embarrass themselves. And so, I'm also just, if she doesn't play a lot, I'm skeptical she's going to play at a high level. So, I'm going to sell tentatively. Sell. The fair breeze blew, the white foam flew, the furrow followed free. I mean, it's pretty good, right? We were the first that ever burst into that silent sea. Zappy. That's This is about Bailey Zappy. This isn't the Mariner one. This is the Zappy poem. Bill Belichick just put this out. <laughs> he released it. Ain't no albatross, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, I'm not asking you what you would do. Who do you think will start against the Jets next week for New England? I mean, the longer it goes... He didn't say Mac Jones this morning again, so my guess is Bailey Zappi will start. Yeah, what was the what was his appearance? The, I have not heard anything. The same things he said last night that they were they were both going to play. Mac could have come back in, but they, it didn't happen, and we'll evaluate them during practice this week. So, what happens if Bailey Zappi plays and then gets pulled after two or three series? Wouldn't that be amazing? Total chaos. I mean, he can't do that, right? Like, you can't. If you, yeah, you start get... Bailey Zappi, you can't go back to Mac Jones. Unless it's an injury. Yeah, or you fake that it's an injury. Oh, you know. Like Russell Wilson? Max 100%. Yeah, Wolverine blood. Yeah. We got poems. We got aliens. We got all of it today, guys. We got Bogish and D-Cell. I like it when D-Cell sort of struts a little bit with the success he did or didn't pull. (laughs) Why are we leaving up to did or did not? I did. You, you did. I won this one. You're a winner. Is he their starting quarterback? He will be on Sunday. When he is, then maybe you win. Your win is still pending. Pending victory. You haven't lost, but your win is still pending. But I, but, but if you want to go back to the tape, all I said was Mac Jones has to start when he's healthy, and he did. So I went too. Uh, I don't know. How how do I lose that? Because he'll be healthy next week. He threw and the ball six times. Yeah, maybe he's not healthy yet. He started last night. That's a victory for me. D-Cell might have the bigger victory coming, but I got last night's win. I'm like the Bears. 
Who's struggling more, the Lakers, the Nets, or Bogus's NFL predictions? We'll find out after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. Lakers. From Andrew Bogus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. The Defense Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. And the Cowboys win over the Lions on Sunday. Dallas defense forced five turnovers while sacking Detroit quarterback Jared Goff five times. The Defense Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Tom, Diesel, Pretty Daddy, Tommy. Yes, Bill. I have a question. If there are aliens up there, what do they look like? What do you think? So I've been thinking about this for all of, oh, I don't know, 30 seconds now. And I don't think they all look the same. I'm going to go with that. I don't know what their facial features are. I'm going to say they look very different, though, from one another. What? Like there's not, like, right, like you have 30 aliens in a room. All different. All different looking. Got it. Different features, different characteristics. Here's something I've been pondering about the Lakers. I think I'm going to write this for tomorrow. I've been thinking about this. We're talking so much about how awful they are, and they are, and the likelihood they're going to be underwhelming this year and miss the playoffs. And I think that's realistic. And obviously Russell Westbrook's been bad. The entire roster is a disaster. Anthony Davis is not a reliable factor when it comes to his health. But, Tom, to me the bigger story is what comes next because always, always, historically, when you have LeBron – the juice is worth the squeeze, but barely because you win always with LeBron, and then he leaves, and you don't have draft picks, and you don't have maybe the right culture, and you have to reset a lot of times your front office and your coaching situation. But it was worth it because you had winning year after winning year after winning year after winning year. Right now, this is the first time where not only is it going to be really brutal to navigate the post-LeBron era for, for the Lakers. I mean, they don't have a lot of draft picks. They don't have a lot of hope. Anthony Davis can't be the guy. 
it's also painful while he's here. That's not the that's not the trade off as it's supposed to happen. You're supposed to have winning seasons and championship runs with LeBron, and then when he leaves, things fall apart. The fact it's coming apart at the seams while he's still there, I think, is one of the under talked about stories with LA. And earlier this hour, our guest Tom Habistro had mentioned, you know, you had asked, what do the Lakers do from here? What's the solution? And he said step one is buy out Russell Westbrook. But what does that do? How much better does that make them? Better, but not better enough. And the, and the thing is, if we're talking in really candid terms, and again, I like Jeannie Buss. I think she's awesome. Going to be an awesome owner eventually. I think like a Clark Hunt model with the Chiefs. But the Lakers organization, the owners are not rich relative to other NBA owners. They're, they're rich relative to you and me. But they're not swimming in Scrooge McDuck-style piles of cash. And so to buy out Russell Westbrook, to just eat the $40 million or whatever it is, that's a different thing for that organization. The money matters more than for, say, if it was the Brooklyn Nets where you've got a billionaire who owns them, or the Clippers who have the richest, one of the richest people in the world who own them, and, and Steve Ballmer. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think it improves them. I mean, it improves them drastically, but they don't become a top-four team, right? And the money matters more, I think, in L.A. to, that, to those owners than other places. All of which adds up to a, You know what it's like? You know what the, the, the Lakers disaster is? And the fact we're not talking about what comes next? Very similar to the alien thing. Like, people just want to pretend like it's not, you know, it's not there, Diesel. Yeah, and I'm one of those people. I don't need to get text messages from you saying, look at this, look at this. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Mark Turnoff was our program director before Spike Eskin. Mark retired. Um, great guy. And he used to write me these notes like, the show is good enough with the alien talk. Now, either that's because he was annoyed by it, or he knew something. Stay away from what he was saying. No? Uh, no, no, I'm going to go with he was annoyed by it. He was annoyed. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, what do you got on the old TV viewing tap tonight? What are you going to watch? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch some hoops, some good games tonight. I'm going to watch some hoops. Um, I don't know, actually. Maybe we'll get caught up on the DVR. we got a few Champions shows like we today. watch. Sucker! Starting in a little bit. I have a TV recommendation for you. I want it. Home Economics, 30-minute sitcom. You'll thank me later. I don't watch sitcoms. Let's discuss it tomorrow. They still make sitcoms? They're still on TV? Pretty Daddy bringing the recommendations. Thanks to him. Thanks to Tom Habershow. Thanks to Andrew Bogus. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. We'll see you here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 